today, isn't it? Tomorrow, of early break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can call or text 402-464-5685. Any questions for Mike Schaefer this hour? Sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. Schaefer, many, many visits recently down there to Trek CBD? Uh, I was there a couple weeks ago. I got some new products, uh, tried some stuff out. I have a horchata uh, Ooh, gummy what? that I've what? had. What? Um, it is, I got to say, it is the most flavorful of the of the, the gummies that I have experienced. Horchata. Gives a you a nice horchata. A nice like kind of mellow body experience. Not the not the kind of insane head experience that I go for, you know, a little bit too often maybe. Okay. Um so it's it's been good. I mean they they have a, new products all the time. I mean and and I I've got a text from a friend the other day about just like he stopped by, had a couple questions and you know, Shannon was able to to take care of it really quickly and he's been excited about the new product and everything that he's trying so their customer service is phenomenal so even if you don't really know what it is that you want go in have a conversation scott and shannon will put you on the right path all right excellent trek cbd 84th and highway to 84th and andermat to be exact there all right what you had what was the question for shape for during the break oh yeah i kind of wrestle with this whole notion of does it should it be a is it important that the coach unifies the fan base or at least excites the fan base to a large degree that, that, the, that the prevailing sentiment is excitement? Should that be important? I th- Sometimes I think it is because, it, well, I mean, you want to keep the stadium full. Sure. Um, and there there might be a coach or two where the that, that it's kind of a, Dull thud when the when it's announced and you just don't. Didn't Trev also sort of say that in the press conference too. What's that? To the to the point that you know it it may not be someone that garners like a immediate big reaction, right? But the idea is that they're going to go get someone that can go and grind out and be successful mm-hmm. with what they have to do in this job. I mean, I feel like he laid the footwork of or the groundwork of sort of where this thing is going. And if you look at kind of the top candidates or the expected top candidates, none of them are what you would consider a giant splash hire. And I don't, I don't know that that exists. I just don't. Oh, there's one. Uh, that that would be a unifying splash hire. Not a unifying. <laughs> okay. No, that'd be very polarizing. No, it'd be polarizing. That, well, yeah. So there's there's Listen splash hires. Talking about urban Sorry. without talking to that would be a, yeah. a polarizing figure. But yes. no one in this room thinks that's happening, right? I'm at a zero percent. I'm above zero, but it's not, not more than like ten percent. Yeah, I'd go ten. As far as I, I mean, ten percent's nothing, but it's better than zero. Yeah, I'm at, just based on some conversations. I'm at zero. So, <laughs> and it, look, if I'm, I'm wrong, nev- I'm wrong. I'm never, be like, I'm never a zero guy. Yeah. Always, a, there's always a chance. I'm going ten percent. That's all I go to, Shaper. Though I don't mind. I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll tell you one thing about this conversation. That you know, you hear people say this is going to get old. Talking about it, it never gets old for me. Well, because you know what happens on Saturday? These coaches go and they things happen in their game. Like, right. isn't it? Uh, 
it's Chris Kleiman and and Matt Campbell this weekend, right? Like, isn't it? Kansas no, no, State, Kansas State, Oklahoma this weekend. Okay, so who who does well, Iowa State October first? You have Iowa State, Kansas. That's oh. next Saturday, which okay. is the Matt. All right, so I'm off the Nebraska Bowl. So this is Duke, Kansas, and a lot of people will be watching Duke, Kansas, and because Lawrence. they're big on Mike Elko, they want to know if he needs to be on the <laughs> hey, board. That's two, three, and zero teams right there. Mm-hmm. Duke, Kansas. Mm-hmm. I watched Duke's uh, defense beat up Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, that's not a good sign. No, it's not. No, <laughs> I watched. Not a good sign. I watched enough of that game to determine that Duke is more athletic than Nebraska by pretty far away. I watched enough of that game, too, to determine that Duke was very aggressive on defense and Nebraska is the opposite mm-hmm. of that. So. Well, and then I, I went and watched Georgia Southern play. Yeah. Who lost to UAB? Well, no, Georgia Southern played Nebraska oh, the same okay. day as Duke and Northwestern. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Well, still, they did lose UAB, though, last weekend. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's good. Hey, regarding this team still, there's still games to be played this season. Nebraska's, Eight of them, to be precise. Nebraska's 1-3. and three. It appears to be on track to be a lost season with your head coach gone and your defensive coordinator gone. There's no game this weekend, thankfully. Can't lose this weekend. Next week against Indiana, Mickey Joseph gets a second chance as, you know, in, in the head coach role for Nebraska interim head coach. Bill Bush is defensive coordinator. Can we expect anything different at all from this team? That's, a look? Appearance? Certainly what I've been kind of wondering. I mean, I, I think the differences would largely be personnel over scheme because I don't know that you can just throw everything out the window and five or six practices and come back with something. I, look, I think these next two games are massively critical for Nebraska. If you're going to try to pick yourself off the mat, you have Indiana, which is a, a potential um, team that you should be able to compete with, and then you go to Rutgers. And I just – from the conversations with people that cover those teams, it's not like anything's hunky-dory in Bloomington right now. It's not like people feel particularly good about that Indiana team. They are 3-0. Uh, you know, with, like, with the conference win. Yeah, look. No, yeah, Mike's right. They've got their own issues going on there. Yeah. So, um, Rutgers has a nice win against Boston College, and they aren't they do. thrilled about where things are over there, too. So, these are games where Nebraska has the ability to go and compete. Oh, God, they're huge if they games. Can, uh, if they can find some confidence in these games, if, if that offense um, can hum a little bit, you know, if they can keep Casey Thompson upright instead of looking at the sky, uh, they got a, a decent opportunity to, to get back to 500. And then if that happens, suddenly that Purdue game in West Lafayette becomes kind of, uh, you know, the – doesn't make sense because the Alamo is more of a home game for Texas and the the analogy here, but you know it becomes kind of the last stand, I guess, if you will, for the season because you gotta. I think you gotta go four and zero in October if there's any chance of a bowl game. You know what you don't want to see this weekend if you're a Nebraska fan. You do not want to see Kansas State move the ball against Oklahoma up and down the field. You do not want to see that. Uh, watching and yeah, looking yeah, at the the Kansas week. State versus Tulane. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I mean, look, they're, they're going to have an opportunity to move the ball, but I, I think the kind of Kansas State is world beaters attitude that came out of their beat down of Missouri mm-hmm. died pretty quickly when my boy Willie Fritz showed up and uh, made things interesting in Manhattan. 17 to 10, Tulane beats Kansas 17, State. 17 14, I think. Okay. I thought it was 10. And, uh, you know, for those paying attention, more opportunities for Adrian Martinez to lead points late in the fourth quarter that did not work. 
Yeah. Deuce Vaughn got shut down, too, in that game. Yeah. Less than 100 <laughs> yards rushing. Willie Fritz is a hell of a coach. God, yeah. he, he's, been, he's been driving that Willie Fritz bandwagon for a <laughs> long time. Since 2014. <laughs> Schaefer so, loved Willie Fritz. Yeah. He could do a lot worse than Willie Fritz. Oh, I I would love Willie Fritz to be at Nebraska. But what, for those who don't know Tulane's, uh, what, is, what is Willie Fritz offer? They're 3-0, well, so by the way. They're 3-0. Willie Fritz was a um, – a triple option offense at Georgia Southern, and then he went to Tulane, and with the different level of athletes, they've opened it up where they've gone air raid at times. They've gone single back at times. I mean, they, they've had great passers. They've had good wide receivers. They've also, you know, it, I think Willie Fritz is a sort of adapt to who my personnel is coach versus this is my system and this is what we're going to run entirely. And he's, it's not like he's been phenomenal at Tulane. He's not a real candidate here. But no. he's a guy that's a very good football coach uh, and has been and, and has been successful at every level he's been at. So the fact he went into Manhattan and he had those guys ready to go a year after. Yet the box score was not, was I mean, not good. Oh. You remember they, they played Oklahoma <laughs> right down right, to the wire, to the wire last like year. 45-42. They think that oh, was yeah, that right. Yeah, it's right. Like, they, they, yeah. Yeah, he's they just someone that will have his team ready to go. Like they're they're sort of on a list of teams where it's like your AD should get out of that game if you got it scheduled. If you're a Power Five team, like there's there's nothing to be gained there. Oh God, we got to play. Let's play. Let's play the game. So give us a call right now at four zero two four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. It is, of course, as you know, a Throwback Thursday. Sip. Is still on a heater, Schaefer. He didn't lose Monday, but he's won the last two games. So I think he's fourteen and two. Yeah, fourteen two or fifteen and two. Yeah, fourteen two. and two. Yeah, I think fourteen, 14 and two and since the reset on a heater. You're Do you a... want me to run over there and look? No, no, <laughs> I don't. Okay. Fourteen and two. All right. How about throwback Thursday to NFL passing yard leaders by season? Okay. I will give you the year, the team, and the yardage. You tell me what quarterback that was. Okay. Shape this is this is in your wheelhouse right here. Uh, right? you'd think so, but I'll screw it up. No. All right, lines are jacked. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, simple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up simple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the Dick Down Sip and Trivia. He cannot be stopped recently. We'll see if you can be stopped today in NFL passing yard leaders by season. Gus is gone today, so again, I don't have a producer. If you can hear me, you're on an early break. Who, would, who do we have here? Cheeseburger. 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 Cheeseburger? Yes. How do you feel about uh, NFL passing yard leaders by season, Cheeseburger? So-so. Okay. So-so. <laughs> Schaefer, how, how do you feel? That's how I feel. I feel so-so. I feel, Simple's yeah. jacked. I, you know, kind of. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. He's ready to throw I, Ken I mean, Stabler out. I, I, hey, you're right. I mean, Schaefer, you know how it goes. I need old school I, I was trying to think of who the Oilers quarterback was Ooh, that he, caused he, me to go into a laughing oh, fit. Oh, Dan Pastorini. Yeah, Dan Pastorini. Pastorini. I thought Drags. it was like Len Pascarelli or no, something. That's Dan, a reporter, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Dan Pastorini uh, was a, the Houston Oilers quarterback back in the day. Well, like when they had Earl Campbell and Bum Phillips. And Pastorini was a great drag car racer. Um, he still loves this guy. 
He did. He drove driving. Like cars. a signed card of Dan. I like to just give you names from yesteryear and let you just be Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm gonna Italy. find a jersey for him. <laughs> I'd give him a Dan Pastorini jersey. Yeah. He would love it. Yeah, yeah. would be awesome. All right, uh, cheeseburger. First question goes to you. Schaefer Lifeline for one question is always for Sip. Cheeseburger uh, for the lead. What Raiders quarterback led the NFL in passing yards in 1997 with 3,917 yards? 97. This is for Cheeseburger. Only name coming to mind is Rich Gannon, but I don't think that's it. Are you going Rich Gannon? Rich Gannon. Okay, I think I know. If it's not Gannon, it has to be. He's going for the steal. This, the, wait a second. This, this quarterback led the league. In 1997, Raiders quarterback. Jim Plunkett. 1997? No. When did he play? When did Plunkett play? I don't know the answer to this, so. Jeff George. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> you could have given me like 30 guesses. Hey, I can't give you, you all the like easy a former one. Vikings quarterback. I can't and give like, you like Peyton Manning here. I mean, come on. He's, he's going to be some of them. It's not Plunkett. The answer was Jeff George. I got it. When did Plunkett? Was he in the 90s? Yeah, it might have been Might have been 90s. Was he in the 80s? 80s. Might have been we'll 80s. Check it out, Shea. Please. On it. Okay. Yeah, all right, you, you're, da- you're down <laughs> zero to negative one. department's on it. Okay. The tie back up. All right, I got to get Schaefer. Look that up, but also stay engaged. You still have, you have Schaefer here for a lifeline yeah. still. What Panthers quarterback led the NFL in passing yards in 1999 with 4,436 yards? This is for SIP. I have a guess, Schaefer. Do, do you, where are you on uh, this? I have a guess as well. Um, where, where, what's your percentage? we got to play this out. What's your percentage? Like 80. Okay, I think I better go with you here. Just do it. Just come on. We got to do this. Kerry Collins. Ooh. Right. Did lose a point though. Still get a shape for there. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I, told, I did not feel good about this. Cheeseburger. Game. Do you want that one? Do you want to pass? You're up by one right now. I'm gonna pass on that one. That'd be the the great the great Steve Burline. Ooh, didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's a hard one. Remember Steve? Burline. Goodness is right. I cannot believe that Burline led the league in yeah, passing. He did. 4,436 yards, Man. 99. <laughs> it happened. I love Steve I love that guy. Okay. All right. But, uh, so not Bob. Uh, cheeseburger. cheeseburger. This is for the win. You're up 0 to negative 1. Last question. What Vikings quarterback led the NFL in passing yards in 2004 with 4,717 yards? 2004? Yes. Mm, only old Vikings quarterback I can think of was Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper <laughs> is correct. So today, Cheeseburger is the champion. We'll get him bagels, not burgers. He gets bagels today. And uh, sip you a loser today. Yeah, big loser. Congrats. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in, Cheeseburger, and calling down the road. All right, thank you. Good stuff there. All right, well, I, I told you I wasn't. What, those... what year was the Panthers one? Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Collins basically went and quit. Ninety-eight got waived and went to the. Yeah. And Burline was the as the man the next wow. season. That was kind of hard. I, that one I wouldn't have known. Listen, if, if you, I don't want to, you know, give you the Saints, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Those are easy. I want to give no, one. You don't have to explain yourself. Right, thank you. No, you're fine. When you said the topic, I immediately felt hesitation and fear. Okay. And I was correct. Who, you want the last? This one should be easy. The last one. Call pepper was easy. Yeah, it was easy. So, okay, that was easy. Now, 
What Oilers quarterback led the NFL in passing yards in 1991 with 4,690 yards? Um, uh, <laughs> got a cool name. One of the coolest names. Warren Moon. That is correct. All right, now that's time. a cool name, right? Like, I'm not just making oh, it. Yeah, in fact, when I was a kid, I was like, "That is the coolest." That's a name great of all hint. Time. That's a great. You gave me a hint. I mean, that was a hint. I, well, I don't know if I would have got it without cool name hint. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Can I, I got a text about Simple's answer, by the way. Jim Plunkett's career ended in '88. Oh, '88. I, I thought he was done in the '80s or '88. '97. Jim Plunkett. Okay, uh, who wants the tiebreaker here? I'll, uh, I'll set the number. Okay. All right. Uh, Schaefer, how many times has a quarterback passed for 5,000-plus yards in an NFL season? Oh, God, that's a hard Thank you for setting that. 5,000. I feel like whatever number I pick is going to be wildly wrong. Because um, it now feels like it's commonplace. Uh, 13. A little over. Hey, both are great. 14's the answer. So, oh, a little, job, a little over. 13. Good job. <laughs> you about nailed it. You almost did. You Zip, a little yeah. over was correct. Yeah, you about That's pretty well done. Yeah. Great number and a great uh, adjustment. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. over. A little 14. Over. You nailed it, Shave. God, you about nailed it on the head. Uh, I just picked a number that seemed right. Well, we'll let you go, Shave. Before that, though, tonight we got Browns, Steelers, Ooh. Thursday night football. I believe the Browns are a slight favorite tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, I I keep picking them. I picked them against the Bengals. It went well. Picked them against the Patriots. It did not go well. I'll pick them against the Browns. They, they're just kind of playing like a parade of uh, kind of questionable teams at yeah. this point. So, do you believe teams with a lot of issues. Do you believe in my Dolphins, 2-0? Um, my fantasy team believes in Tua and Jalen yeah. Waddell. That's been, that was a really nice – I didn't even win. <laughs> I ran into the highest guys? scoring wow, team in the league, dang. but – um. Yeah. I. I look. I. I think it's kind of funny. Like, I sort of was always high on Tua, and then have had to like yeah. retalk myself. And now you're back, back into him. him. And then I, you think about it. Like his win yesterday is a or not yesterday. His Sunday. win this past weekend and that comeback is probably as good as any win that Justin Herbert has had in his yes. career. He and five for someone touchdowns that, the second half. And for someone that like people just absolutely will tell you is a elite NFL quarterback already he still hasn't made the playoffs like I I I want to see more from Justin Herbert in 2022 and he looked good, good on point. the Thursday night game that they lost until that pick six and until he got his uh, ribs busted up too. well that pass he made on fourth down oh, after that. that yeah that so I like great. I think he's very very talented but it's also like I think people just buried to it too soon all right well there you go Schaefer it's been fun thank you for coming in today Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for the help. And we'll, we'll see you next We'll see you next Thursday. Thank you Thursday. for Kerry Collins. It yes. Was wrong. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> no, next, I mean, there's you know. always next week. Uh, the spillover is next on Early Break in the Ticket. We took an L.